Welcome back to another episode of Bishop Mortimer's Day Off, where y'all know the routine. Every day's a day off when you're dealing with a bitch like me. Of course, I got my cousin, Jamie, here, where she's gonna, like, interview me on some, like, magical, witchy, root work and shit. So, Jamie, welcome back to Bishop Mortimer's Day Off, where you got your start. First of all, I know where you got your start, honey. No, honey, this was the therapy that made you the wise bitch. Because I had to let your ass know. You can't win unless you fuck with one. Message! Ooh, um, So, So, I guess some of my questions would be to you. What started you on your journey in the direction of spirituality that you're currently um, are in right now? Um, I wanted to seek something that made sense to me. I didn't want something that made sense to a congregation, a priest, a witch, a warlock, a specific group of people. I needed it to make sense to me. I understood that there was a concept, there's a higher power, because mm -hmm. none of us are created from nothing. I understood that. However, the concept of which other people were telling me it in didn't make sense for the way they were living their life. <laughs> and I had too many opinions that would get me as a black young child slapped upside the head that I'm like, okay, you guys are telling me, believe it just to believe it. No sense, no rhyme, no reason. Just believe because you've never inquired. Okay, so tell some of your viewers or your listeners things you experienced by being a black sheep of the family going against the grain of religion. Okay, girl, who said I was the black sheep? First of all, like, I just got a slick-ass smile. Let's keep it real. Black sheep as it pertains to religion. Other people got those crowns. But okay, fear. It's specifically fear that made uh, me the spiritual black sheep because I feel like sometimes when you have other people in the family who's had bad experiences, they're trying to put those on you. It's like y'all hypocrites because all of y'all are psychic and magical in your own ways. We just couldn't understand it until we got older. Right. So I think another question would be how would you know that spirituality or whatever practice you want to, how would you know if that is something for you? Besides just being interested in it. Because do you think just being interested in something is a valid reason to go on a venture? You can want to learn something, but that doesn't mean you should always do it. And there's a difference between wanting to learn something and appropriate it. Because a lot of people like to appropriate mm -hmm. different cultures and religions and stuff that are closed practices. Mm -hmm. Okay, so how how comfortable do you feel about giving um, remedies or as we call work rituals? to people outside of your religion. You have to have discernment. If you don't have discernment, discernment is just a fancy way of saying intuition. A lot of times uh, people will come to me with problems and I'm like, bitch, you just need somebody to talk to. <laughs> like, sometimes you do need to take it to the spirits because bullshit ain't about nothing. Okay. But, taking it to the spirit or root working or spell casting, in my personal opinion, should be a last resort. Yeah. It should be, uh, my back is against the wall, I have nothing else to give. Something has to move that is beyond me. Well, what elements are present for you to make that decision? I ask people when they're asking me for a remedy for something, mm -hmm. tell me the situation in great detail. Now tell me the bad parts that you did. I become like a spiritual therapist to people yeah, before I give any work because I've seen the dark side of giving out work prematurely to people just because they asked for it. Because not everything that somebody asks for is ready. Would you give somebody, just because they want to drive, um, a license without a test? No. Well, see, now before... It's the same story with spirituality. You see, gotta so, give so that leads me to the next question is for you to give an example of when you giving someone a ritual that went left because of whatever, the un unforeseen circumstances or whatever. 
what happened was I gave this person a way to make uh, money doing some spiritual magic mm -hmm. and work because like they say about prayers, prayer without work is dead. Mm -hmm. It's not moving. You can pray for it, but what are you moving? How are you moving towards it? Right. You know, so I gave them some ingredients, some candles and X, Y, Z to use. Right. Mm -hmm. And after like two weeks, got a bomb ass job. Yeah. Got a job because see, the thing is, I, a lot of people think when you do money magic, a check's going to come in the mail. Not for all of us. Okay. Of what you say, a big duffel bag on the board. Okay. You know, sometimes the way money magic happens is God will put a situation in your hand that'll make you the money. God will put a person in your life that'll give you the money, you know, or see that you need help. Oh, I got a connection with this job. Mm -hmm. They're paying $25 an hour. There's your money. And them connect you with that job. What do you do at a job? You get money. And you, how do you get the money? You work. You work. What is the big part of root? work the tree doesn't grow without roots to hold it down mm -hmm. they get a bomb ass job they didn't like the way it came they mm -hmm. found an excuse in everything um they quit the job shit started to go haywire and then as things were falling down in their life when i was on the phone with them they was like it's okay because i'm gonna do the work and all over again and i said do you think that's like a get out of jail free card? Because mm -hmm. when you get the blessing, when you don't know how to take care of the blessing, you need to learn a lesson now. Yeah, now it's the lesson. This chaos is your lesson. You know, it's either a lesson or a blessing. In the middle of every storm, storms either clear shit out or they're watering your grounds for new things to bloom up. Yeah. I do. Nah, no, Be I mindful. I, I feel like some people are greedy and that's what it turns it south. You can't be greedy. You got to approach every root work with logic exactly. and reason. It has to make sense. And I knew right then and there, to get back to your question before that, that when she said uh, after she got the job and she quit the job and her life started to fall apart, and she's like, I'm just going to do the candle right again and get exactly what I want. I knew, I was like, ooh, that's the spirit of greed. You weren't ready for that type of working. Mm -mm. You weren't ready to uh, get money like that because you didn't see that your blessing was already given to you. You're so blind, you're ready for, the, you're looking for the pot of gold when the pot of gold was the position that these higher powers gave you after not having a job for three months. So based off that experience, moving forward, what are some of the rules and boundaries you've set in place so that you can better assist someone without it? Now what I tell people is like, when you come to me for any type of working or you need help, because I'm going to assist you, I'm not going to do it for you anymore. Don't come to me in the middle of that emotion. If something happened to you on a Tuesday, don't come to me on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Come to me on Friday when you have a couple of days to think about it mm -hmm. and calm down. Then you could tell me from an unbiased lens. You're still yeah. going to be mad. Your emotions are valid. Feel that shit. Be prepared that the questions are not just going to be how you, how you can get something or what they did to you. I want to know what you did. So you don't find it strange that people that come to you for help are coming to you solely for beneficial gain from themselves. It seemed very self-indulged, very beneficial to oneself. And it's not... I think a lot of people um, want quick ways to help themselves instead of realizing that everything comes with a price. And with that mm -hmm. being said, if everything comes with a price, um, you're the highest price you're going to pay. So become the best version of yourself so the shit lasts. My question to you is, even if you do a person attention, and I feel like most people come to you because either what they're, what they're doing haven't worked or they think they can get a get-rich-quick scheme or whatever yeah. the case, what would you tell that person? 
to be honest, when my intuition is telling me right, mm -hmm. I don't give them anything. I, to be honest, it becomes more of a therapy session. That's always what it becomes. It'd be like chapter books in our messages. But no explanation as to why you haven't gave them the work? A lot of it just don't make sense when they come to me. Like, <laughs> the punishment is going to be bigger than the reward if you don't Period. work on yourself. So, okay. Okay, so you say you help people. Here's my question to you. These people that you are helping, do you ever consider their religious background before you give them a ritual? Uh, I don't personally, you know why? Because I feel like if you're coming to me, you pretty much see, you're not going to come to me and you never seen any of my videos and stuff because how else are you going to discover me? I don't inquire about it because it doesn't matter to me. However, if a white person comes to me, I'm definitely not going to give them some like African traditional uh, rituals right. to do. You know, I'm going to give them like, you know, stuff that's universally used by many people who are in spiritualism. Like, you know, if you want to manifest some stuff. Look at the, the, the crystals. Exactly. Here's some crystals, you know, use some Baileys, you know, uh, get some juniper, some shit like that. You, you already said their mindset. They have to be in a certain place. They can't be manic. Right. Yeah. But you don't feel as though a person mindset and their faith contributes to how well the ritual is carried out in the process in which it's carried Funny out. that you say that because <laughs> in one of the messages I always say to people before you do anything or as you do what I'm telling you to do mm -hmm. pray to whatever higher power you personally believe in. Mm -hmm. Don't pray into what I believe in. Pray to what you currently believe in in this moment. Because that's familiar. You need when you're doing stuff from other people, mm -hmm. you need to add your own pizzazz. You need to add stuff that makes you comfortable. Mm -hmm. So if I'm telling you, oh girl, uh, if you want to manifest, write words on the back of Bailey's, right? Yeah. But you usually do after all your work is like a prayer to do that while you're doing what I'm telling you to do. Because that's what you're comfortable with. Any work that uh, somebody gives you, you have to somewhat make it yours too because that's what works for their spirits and their groups. Just because it works for my spirit and my groups, what if you have different ones? Okay, so another question. So you said you chose this because, you know, it resonated with you and you took pieces. You're like a hippie spiritual. You take it from whatever resonates with you, you make it your own. Exactly. Okay. Don't appropriate. Appropriate is taking right, something exactly. as your own and taking credit for it. Yeah, no, not, not like that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, in religion, there's a there's a God. And I mean, the God that goes by tons Many of names. Many different names. Like yeah. When you chose this as a spiritual guidance for you that soothes your soul, does, did that um, connect to your childhood? Because I remember you saying I used to see shadow people. Right. Do you feel as though all that is intertwined? Because you're like a... a, a portal like a you know like in between yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying um to say. yes and no for the simple fact i feel like i was always around magical women and people mm -hmm. so i feel like now that i can look back at it from an adult perspective i was always gonna be led down this path one way or another okay uh, okay so with that being said speaking about the shadow people your ability to see them as you go through your journey spiritually what have you noticed about that side of you that seems to develop more or has been less than give oh, us a little more the more time. i've gotten into the spirituality mm -hmm. the less i see them now no way they never attacked me they never were like standing there like oh i need you to give a message it's not no long island medium i can't tell you your past your present your future mm -hmm. i do have uh pretty good prophetic dreams though about mm -hmm. shit that ends up happening 
but it's just like I always seen them. Like, it just is what it is. I do jump, though, every now and again, and you've seen me. I've jumped many times. Yeah. And I'm a big bitch. What makes me a little bit more interested about you is that you have the ability to do that. Um, you said your mother, and then I'm pretty sure, you know, you do, like myself, I'm his cousin, so I do have my abilities. It's just more of the emotional one, and I think... Empathic, yeah. Yeah, that a lot of... Yeah, I do. Can, you know, and I think the more you study it, it does develop it, and it more it does make it a little that much more divine. Yeah. So it does run in our family. Maybe that's something that was lost between generations. Yeah. Would you ever use a love spell? Ooh. Knowing what you know now. Knowing younger me, absolutely. Not younger you. Knowing oh. what you know. Well, you can do both versions. Now that I understand the notion of free will. And I think a lot of people don't realize what consent is, you know? Um, no. If it has to be forced, it's not real. Shout out to Haley Justin Bieber. Whew, girl, <laughs> here you go. Sorry, yeah, that was a William's point, but it just reminded me of that. Yeah, if it's not uh, authentic, I don't want it. Girl. Love me for my charms, my natural charms, not for the charm I could put on you. I feel like when it's emotionally charged, it can be good and it can be bad. True. It's a lot of females that are dead because they wanted someone to love them and they love them too much. True. Loved you right to death. Right. Don't love me more than you love yourself. Ooh, don't. Jamie, don't love me more than you love yourself. So, okay. So, while we're still on this little journey here, where do you see yourself spiritually in the next five years? I definitely want to be aligned, not even with my best self, because my best self is always going to change. Yeah. The family line will be a lot stronger than what it was. I'm going to make an effort, whether it's accepted or unaccepted, okay. <laughs> rejected, girl. Look, at the effort has been made to start to heal the family line in everybody's due time. I'm not asking for perfection. I just want progress. You know, if you show me an inch, honey, God will give you a mile. You show me an inch, I'll give you a pinch. No, oh, honey, you show me an inch, I'll put a condom on so, it. <laughs> boy, so what was, looking back, do you believe that spirituality was woven into our upbringing and we were oblivious to it? Absolutely. There ain't no way it couldn't have been. Like we said, we don't believe in coincidence. There's too many uh, parallels. Like y'all do this and then y'all like do this. Do certain, like don't put my purse on the floor. Exactly. Boy, don't. Boy, don't step on that crack. Girl. Or what they say, don't step on somebody's feet, don't wear their shoes, the and heel of their feet. Cause they said if you have money in your pocket on New Year's, you have money all year round. Oh, girl, I've been broke every New Year's since. <laughs> well, no, look at those, those. You think about it, nobody questions where Don't split came. the pole, especially you. Cause you don't. Oh, yes, don't split the pole, especially don't sweep the floor if it ain't dirty or sweep up strangers. No, that's true. I think the problem with us is we get so lost in what is presented to us that we don't do our due diligence. I can never say that word correctly. Due diligence? Yeah, yeah. and actually finding out who we are and what resonates with us because i never felt like church for me church was not for me i ain't even gonna lie i, I fell asleep in mid-prayer I, I mean i was one of them yeah it was never for me too because i remember uh my mom used to always tell me and i used to always hear granny say you'll find the biggest hypocrites in church and that's still true to this very fucking day i feel like church is needed for certain people people that are not free thinkers leaders you're not fence to just tell me this is God talking to Ray. God doing a lot of talk. 
And I feel like people that are lost can really benefit from that. But you're going to have to... I'm not a person that's easily convinced on just something that was man-made. And I don't want you to tell me how my relationship should be with the higher power because relationships are personal. Right, and the fact that God made this whole world in seven days... What makes you think that God needs a mi- a middleman to speak to you? True. What makes me question that? Why do you need a middleman to speak to me when he made you and everything around you? It's like questions that make you go, hmm. But that's just me from outside looking in and to each his own. I think church offers good fellowship. Church to some people is what nature is to a lot of us spiritualists. Yeah. Okay, okay. You know, it recharges certain people. Church is meant to be like a group recharging session for us to understand like we all have a common force that we all fuck with. But they don't preach it like that though. True. Definitely in Baptist or Catholic. That's not how it's presented. Trump. So I think because they come from a place of ego, it comes from a place of I know better than you. So let me tell you why. I think that could do more harm when you're a teacher. It does. You should never come with the ego or inclination that you're smarter or more intelligent than anyone else. True. I think that's one of the downfalls. I never want to come off as a force that knows everything because like I always tell people in life, you're going to forever be a student, you know, and if you get to the mindset where you can't be taught anymore, you don't really need to teach nobody else. I mean, even some of the world's smartest men said, if you feel as though you've learned everything, you have learned nothing. Oh, message. That's a good one, bitch. Because there's no way you know everything. How can you? Shit is always changing and evolving. Always. Have you ever encountered a time where your root work didn't happen? And how did you feel? Like didn't work? Didn't work. Oh, 100%. I think all spirituality, magic, witchcraft is all trial and error. You know, when you have a spell that doesn't work or some roots or some, you know, concoction that you put together that doesn't work, you start to un- take it apart. You look at the cosmology of it and you're like, you know, okay, take this out. What could have contributed to this? And you keep trying until you get it right. And then you write it down and put it in your little books or whatever. But, you know, it's all trial and error. You're not going to know if bay leaf help you manifest stuff until you tr- you use bay leaf in a work and it actually works. So do you think anybody can do root work? I mean, when you approach root work, is it... More from a logical standpoint that you gather ingredients? How is it literal? Is it hypothetical? Like, how do you approach uh, it? I don't think anybody could do root work because, like I said, it's an ancestor base. I think a lot of some of the things that we use, like the ingredients, yeah, yes. the ingredients sometimes are the same, but the way you uh, connect to the uh, invisible spiritual world is different. That's what makes it different. What is your source of power that you're calling from? Mm-hmm. And they require different things. But I'm just saying, when you're putting together, a spell to be skinny or something like that. Right. Hypothetically. What would be the ingredients to that would be? A good diet. Should a diet a spell if you put the right things in? Uh-uh. Girl, get so I feel like when you putting together, let's say, um, um, uh, I want someone to be infatuated with me. Those mm. ingredients, are they logical? Where you can understand like, okay. I got sugar because I want it to be sweet on me. I got a little bit... You, yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? It has to make sense exactly like that, yeah. Oh, okay, then. And that's how you... Appro- but then it's other, more deeper... Yeah, like, if you want, it. like, you know, them to be smart, apples are the fruit of knowledge, you know? You carve out an apple, you put some sugar in it because you want them to be sweet on you and, and some other things, you know? Um, oh, look, he ain't trying to get him remedies. Okay. I left about it. You want to pay. Look at, well, you, oh, have, you have to pay to play. You have to pay to get that. You know, you know, a little bit of other things. Ooh, okay. from a real person trying. No, it's real. And it's like, you know, I want somebody to come back to me. I had a person on TikTok ask me. It was a boy. He said, can you help this um, person? 
come back to me. And you know what the first question I asked them? And I asked anybody that's who asked mm-hmm. for Dominic, why did they leave you? Exactly. You, why do you want them to come back to you and you're not willing to reach out first? That's a good question. The problem is a lot of times we're just willing, we're not willing to reach out because our ego is keeping us from doing it. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be the first one. If you missed a person, fucking reach out before they're gone. True. And it's not that easy said to do when you're in the middle of your ego and you angry at them. If you're angry at somebody, that emotion of missing them is not going to be the first thing that comes up. It's going to be anger that comes up. So if there's a reason why you mention it, listen to your intuition. And not everybody's meant to be in your life all the time. The seasons for each person. True. But make it, girl, make it make sense. All the time. Okay, so here's another question. So now that you're in, you're on your journey and stuff like that, as it pertains to your personal life, your family and stuff. When religion come up, how do you approach that being from a different practice? My spirits ain't going to change just because I'm in a different room. Like I said, I can understand that religions, a lot of these major religions stole a lot from like paganism and indigenous practices. Black, you know, Latin, whatever. With that same energy, going into a conversation as they debate religion, like a lot of people do, and they ask for your perspective on certain religion 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 based topics what do you say like do you stand firm in your practice or do you just abstract certain scriptures that apply to the topic at hand um i stand strong in what i believe in like i'll tell them same source different name different origin so in today's society will you be comfortable revealing your religious backgrounds and practice yeah i refuse to hide it anymore I won't disrespect anybody else's stuff. And I don't feel like anybody else's stuff is less than. Being an omnius, it's the belief that you can respect all religions and practices and you feel like there are small shreds of truth in everybody. Absolutely. People just take different paths to get to the same destination. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay, so if I was a person, give myself, for example, trying to go on the scavenger hunt of my spirituality. Be still. Start, yeah. Do you, like, start with things that interest you? And things that if you read something and say, oh, I felt that. Yeah. You're on the right path. Write that, the shit down. Record keep it. keep going. Yeah, keep going. Do prayer. Like I say, prayer isn't scriptures mm-hmm. that you're reading from a book. Prayer is a conversation with your divine source. If you don't know who your divine source is, when you're in meditation, sit down for five minutes a day and just be fucking quiet. And say, for everything that's good in the universe that means me well and who is my true uh, soul creator, and please reveal your presence to me Mm -hmm. in ways I can handle it. Always say in ways you can handle it because you don't want to ask a divine force to reveal itself to you Mm -hmm. and you scary. Being psychosis. You will. You will be in spiritual psychosis so fast because those divine forces demand to be felt. Mm -hmm. When you're talking to them, they know your heart. Your book has been written before it's even been finished. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, make sure you're mindful. Please, divine source, reveal yourself to me and love life into the levels that I can take it at the level I am at right now. Start to show me little signs that only I will know. Because you'll know them signs. So what would be one of your key points or points, more than one, that you would give to an individual coming into your practice? Uh, Seek relationship. That is your go-to question. Yeah, because here's the thing. You ain't going to have no magic if you don't have a relationship. And the reason why I say relationship, because relationships are personal. You don't got to tell nobody about your relationship with the higher power. They don't got to even believe you have one. A lot of people don't think I have one. A lot of people think I'm a witch doctor, but guess what? 
at the end of the day, I'm talking to the same people you're talking to. Yeah, you'd be a, you'd be very surprised how if you put a lot of religions side by side, they 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 mirror each other. Yeah, because they stole a lot from the yeah. indigenous people all across the world. There's not one main religion that hasn't stole something and then villainized the people they stole from. Message. You don't got no magic without a relationship with a divine source, like. So what's moving your stuff? If you believe in the earth. Who created the earth? Every story originated from something, from some sort of truth. Every light starts with the first flame, mm-hmm. you know? Each light starts with each flame. Ooh, honey. Mm-hmm. Every kiss begins with kiss. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the biggest advice I tell people is seek relationship. And it does, because I, I say it a lot. It no, is very yeah, that You just gave me, gave me that answer for quite a Seek relationship in different tones. Because... What else? Are you, what are you moving without a relationship? How do I start a relationship with myself, hypothetically, if I'm not familiar with? Who to I start am? a relationship with yourself is to seek a relationship with him because you're not created from nothing. And to start a relationship with yourself is to acknowledge your the your good toxic and bad traits. Yes, and once it's, you and to slowly start to change them into something that's beneficial. And what I mean by that is not to eliminate them. Is to manage them in a healthy manner. The only way you can really know yourself is to know where where you came from. I think that personally, on a side note, though, this is interesting, but I, I do feel like when you start doing the work, it is a totally different request from an individual that is doing the work, the shadow work in spiritual terms, in the request of a, uh, a, you know, a root doctor or whatever. You can hear the requests are different. True. And the you reason, can tell a person who done the work. Yeah, they're not, bitch, I want it all. Exactly. You know, type, I want to be rich. I don't ever want to work. I want to be cute, too, and I want to be skinny. I want to have... Like, it's different from a person. We know within reason and within yeah. logic. If you want all that, you need a genie, not a root doctor. I'm like, honey, what you need to do is die and come back with a better body. Oh, no, no, like, honey. <laughs> okay. So that's important. Interesting. <laughs> when you start unlocking that yeah. mind, because the mind, that's, they say the mind is so powerful. It's just crazy. And it it'll work like, wonders. Well, that's like the other day I was sitting up at the table, and I said to my mom, I said, girl... I feel like your daddy's going to reach out to me soon. What? Well, let me end this episode. Then we'll talk about okay. that. Yeah. So, you guys, this has been another episode of Bishop Mortimer's Day Off, where we just did a quick little spiritual, magical, witchy Q&A about just, you know, some around the way type shit. So, yeah, take what you need from it. And, yeah, I'll see you guys next time. Like, comment, and uh, subscribe. Uh, leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to Bishop Mortimer's Day Off on. And remember, every day the day off when you're dealing with a bitch like me. So, enjoy it. Bye, y'all.